Welcome to the Goblin's Creek Podcast. I'm Michael. I'm Sasha. Uh, have a good episode. Enjoy the episode. Enjoy the episode. Sasha, she needs a shot of cold brew. It's midnight a.m. And we're doing an episode on Avengers. <laughs> I want to clarify that this is another one of the ones that we're doing, like, a re- like we're retroactively doing a podcast episode for. This isn't like we just finished Avengers. No, we didn't. Although, just, we're watching Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution. <laughs> Evolution. It's an end uh, film in the Pokemon franchise. Literally, look at that title. All of those words are significant. So it's... Originally, this is a movie based on the sequel to the first Pokemon Mew arc from the show. (laughs) So Mewtwo Strikes Back is the return of Mewtwo. Mewtwo is himself a sequel to a different creature named Mew. (laughs) Mewtwo Strikes Back Evolution is the remake of that sequel. (laughs) And then it's of Pokemon, and then it's also of Netflix. It's hit everything. It's everything. Oh, this man. is why. This is why this was my choice. It's good. I feel like that was a really incoherent analysis so. of the <laughs> Netflix films. Uh, Pokemon <laughs> Me Too Strikes Back Evolution. I just really went after the title because we just started it. <laughs> we, well, yeah. It's not like we had anything else. I'm just to talk looking about. at. I'm just talking about what I'm looking at. Really. <laughs> Sometimes I do that. Really. Yeah, I do. No, I no. Maybe you do. Maybe you don't. <laughs> Ever thought of that? <laughs> Catch me outside, how about that? Catch me outside, how about that? How about that, Dr. Phil? Alright, Avengers. Avengers was good. Avengers was good. Avengers was good. I like Loki's horns, the big ones. I hate, They would always go away and you forget about them and then they come back out of nowhere. And you'd be like, that's sick. These gold horns. These giant gold horns. It's like, that's a real one. I definitely came and the rewatch of Avengers thinking I was going to really just like not enjoy myself or like not like it, I guess. Um I hadn't good. seen it since I'd seen it in theaters. It's pretty when fun. it came out. No, I haven't seen it since like twenty thirteen or something. And I honestly like really disliked like the I mean you were there and you remember I really disliked the opening like thirty minutes of the film that are all Yeah, the part like, that don't have the Avengers in them. Trying to yeah, he it's all like it was Set nice to see Skarsgård, but, you know, the, he gets brainwashed pretty quickly. The Clinton, Alexander Skarsgård brainwashing yeah. arc. And Fury, you know, is you don't really know him yet, but you come to know him. That's also when you meet Maria Hill. Maria Hill, who will become a significant has player a in Age of Ultron. Gabagultron, yes. Gabagultron, <laughs> where they really try to sell her as, like, the significant character. But she's um, not Apparently she there's really a Maria Hill cut. Of the Avengers. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. Out there that she has. If anyone can get their paws on it. If anyone can get their paws on it, send it here. We'll watch it. We'll do a special episode. We'll do a special episode. (laughs) And we'll do for our other podcast, non MCU interview, we'll be we'll accept our first film donation. It will be the Maria Hillcut of potentially in our non MCU. (laughs) Well it's technically not in the MCU. It's explicitly not in the MCU. Oh okay. (laughs) So does that mean that Incredible Hulk? What did we... Is Incredible, Incredible Hulk... Incredible Hulk can't... That's why we had to do a special episode. That's because true. Because it exists with... It exists... It's our tease if you haven't seen it. As a special episode within this format. 
but it could not be non-MCU. I think that would be a little much. I mean, Thunderbolt, the Thunderbolt Ross connection. Yeah, which becomes significant. Becomes significant. You saw Civil War. Is Thunderbolt Ross an insignificant character? He's not an insignificant. He's so evil in it. He's he's straight up evil. He's straight up he's evil in Civil War. We just watched Civil War and really liked it. So I guess I was kind of, it took me a while to come to this conclusion. This is kind of the elephant in the room. But Sasha just called it right away, right after the movie finished. We both like Civil War better than original Avengers. But we both also still like Avengers. Well, the thing about original Avengers is that it's good. this movie is delightful. It's a lot of delight. It's delight. It, there's a lot of delight. There's a lot of good humor in it. Once you get the like core Avengers together, it's like kind of a lot. Yeah, they're of all fun. yelling at each they're other, and they're all, all having a good time. Just, they're all scrappy. They're all scruffy. They're all scruffing around with each other like a bunch of puppies. <laughs> You learn like a lot of kennel. fun stuff about Natasha in that movie. No, frankly. it's cool. No, it's a great Natasha it's, movie. I, I maybe might go as far as to say it's Natasha's like best film. Well, if it weren't for a little viral, then maybe we'd be saying something different. But I don't know. If it weren't for what? Because Black Widow would be out. Oh no! No. <laughs> but for I don't Corvid know. nineteen. Corvid. Corfish. <laughs> As it's known. I hate it. Why is it happening? I don't like it. What? The virus. Oh, the virus? I mean, the <laughs> coronavirus in review. I couldn't do series. it. I couldn't. It but, yeah, I mean, no, I think something that I've really enjoyed rewatching the MCU is because Natasha doesn't have her own film, you have to track her character arcs and these like guest appearances and places and ensemble films that she has. Yes. It's not like Tony or Steve or Thor where you can just like watch their trilogy and then like no. other stuff. Like, Black Widow is kind of a treat. That's one thing that's what's that's part of what makes Winter Soldier good. No, that's true. It's a big part of what makes Winter Soldier good is that Black Widow is just like you get kind of as an added bonus. She's just a, a significant character in it. She has a lot of screen time in that movie. She does, and that's really where they build on her relationship with Steve. Yeah, um, that's and kind of friendship. the foundation for that. No, exactly. Well, it's cool because it's like she shows up in Iron Man two first, so she shows up in an Iron movie, Iron Man movie first, and then she shows up in Avengers, and then she shows up in a Captain America movie. Yeah, she's really, and then she shows up in Civil War, so she's really hopping around, and then in Civil War she has this kind of dubious role. From... Yeah, she has this kind of neutral almost. But not quite. Not quite, no. Well, quite yeah, neutral. she's Team Tony, but, like, how far that allegiance She's goes. sort of Team Tony, but in a, in action, she's Team Steve. I think what it is is I think she agrees with Tony on the with the premise of we need to... We should sign the Sokovia Accords. But I but think she's different. I don't think she's zealous about it, though. I think no. she's like, this, this is, is the, best the best option that we have, right? I don't like it, but it's better than the alternatives. But mostly because, like, of just what people expect of us. No, exactly. And I think, like, Natasha, it's a shame the movie doesn't, like, kind of look into this. Because Natasha comes at it from the specific position of being, like, as the MCU's kind of big about it. And I'm not super clear on her, like, explicit canon backstory. I mean, the MCU isn't that big about it. She was, like, a Soviet super soldier, but, like, no, yeah. a woman. So she's, like... A femme fatale female super soldier spy, yeah, essentially. That's what it is. And I mean, like the red room stuff. Oh. And so she comes at it from like kind of that perspective, which is interesting. Or with having that background, her choice and being like pro or anti 
like a United Nations panel deciding what they do is really interesting to me. No, that's true. That's interesting. Yeah, that would be cool. But she's also just been like a significant like rogue figure for a lot of her life, which no, again is established in um, Avengers. I think another thing that we really paid attention to this time around watching Avengers is kind of who this movie dedicates its core art like who it saves it's like main character arc for i guess is how i would yeah and avengers is really it's an avengers movie but if you pick the avenger that it like sticks to once it gets them all there it's tony it's a tony movie yeah i agree i mean it's an avengers movie it's an ensemble like franchise success um, and it's really fun. Everyone gets like a pretty significant amount of screen time, frankly. But the main arc is Tony's. No, it's true. Really, I mean, it's Tony's arc that carries that missile into space. It's Tony's film. We start with Cap, but it really becomes Tony's. Overall, it's definitely Tony's. Yeah, I concur. Because we kind of start with Cap because it's just like we open. He's the first one we meet. Mm-hmm. He's a little bit more relatable. He's just punching, punching bags in, in, in some place. Bags, but he has to Nick Fury shows up and they have some banter. And Cap's like, I'm going, I'm fine, I'll do it or whatever. And then, but Tony is like, I'm in my giant New York City building flying around. <laughs> living living with, a good like, life. With Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> in uh, jean shorts and yeah. barefoot. Yeah, jean shorts, barefoot. Literally like, an country. outfit you would never catch Pepper in. Never, any, ever. Any, in other any of the other films. Any of the other films. No, they were like Pepper at home. <laughs> Even Endgame when she is at home. Like, I don't think No, she's, like, she doesn't she's... wear that. No, no, it's not her style. No, it's simply not. It's simply not... No, it's it's a good movie. It's a fun movie. I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it a great deal. Thor is kind of, you know, he's not that important in it, but he's good. I really like his involvement in the conflict being Loki, basically. Yeah. Um, no, that's true. And Age of Ultron is similar in that his involvement in the conflict is really, like, centered around this, like, Loki drama that he needs yeah, to Yeah, the stone... As he calls it. The stone. The, sp- the staff. The, the staff, spear. The spear, the stone. The stone. <laughs> you lost the stone. He took the stone. There's <laughs> a lot of lines like that. There are a lot of Surrounding Thor in the Avengers movies. <laughs> the first two at least. And the third one's more about an axe. He needs the axe. Needs the That's my favorite line in that movie. Thor's dying. And like at this point we have no... Like, kind of understanding that the axe will give him powers. No, it's just like a, yeah. It's a weapon to kill Thanos. But it's not like a power-up. I mean, we realize no. that's what it is as soon as he gets it. Yeah. Because it's like, oh my god, why is Thor a billion times strong now? <laughs> it's like, he needs the axe. And then you're like, oh, the axe is like a life force within him, kind of. I didn't realize that's how that works. But it is. So, that doesn't happen in Avengers. It's in a later Avengers movie. <laughs> it happens in one of um, the Avengers sequels. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. I think you can definitely say Avengers is better than... Let's do rankings. Let's just rank the Avengers films? No, no, no. Let's, no, no, no. Because we don't rank what we haven't rewatched yet. Okay. But let's rank everything. Let's rank phase one. Yeah, let's rank everything we've done podcast point, for. Yeah. yeah, we've recorded... Let's only rank what we've podcasted. Yeah. Okay, so... Iron Man 1... Oh, fuck. This is hard. I know. Avengers Iron Man 2. 
Thor TFA. Event, wait. So Iron Man, that? Avengers, Iron Man 2, Thor, First Avenger. Alright. I think, yeah. Mine is... Mine's similar. It's Iron Man, Iron Man 2, Avengers, the uh, Thor, and then the First Avenger. Yeah. This, yeah, I know that makes sense. I just... I bump Thor... Or, I bump Iron Man 2 up just because I like it. Iron Man's too cool. Iron Man 2 is um, cool. But I think, like, you can, like, switch those two around. I mean, and... God, I just, I really enjoyed Avengers. Avengers is good. No, Avengers and, like, good. Nick Fury is a really, He like, takes, he does a bazooka attack. He does. No, I remember, I, like, when we were re-watching this movie, they were, like, they're going to nuke Manhattan. Yeah, they're, they were. They're they were. sending missiles to Manhattan to take care of the oh. alien project. Yeah. And I was, like, what the fuck? Because I did not remember that at all. No, it's crazy. And then you see Nick Fury step out onto the rooftop and bazooka an aircraft going to, to York, Missile yeah. Manhattan. He's like straight up, no, he kills a dude. <laughs> there aren't a lot of like people killing people in all these movies. You <laughs> no, that's so true. when someone blows up, well, this is one of those things where it's like you think the MCU kind of gets darker as it goes on, mm-hmm. but it really just changes because there are more willing to deal with like murder death in the earlier ones no totally <laughs> totally <laughs> whereas they as, as they become like more sci-fi they're like less willing to be like yeah and then this guy got blown up <laughs> <laughs> it's usually more like this guy got hit in the head with a shield and now he's knocked out no <laughs> no that's really true <laughs> like um, yeah no in the in those early movies they're willing i think to commit to death a little bit more should we go let's should we, do we remember any, like, significant, like, deaths in these movies? That we Coulson. Like? Coulson. Coulson. He's a... Yinsen. Yinsen. Erskine. Erskine. Are that, is that all of them? <laughs> Does anyone I mean, die in Iron Man 2? <laughs> uh, Ivan Vanko's father. <laughs> Vanko's father. Vanko himself. Vanko, yes. Vanko bites it, like... Vanko. You lose. You lose, Vanko. You lose. <laughs> <laughs> you lose. No, but I mean, um, it's usually background characters who are kind of like murdered in the way that we're talking about. And Iron Man Two is a good example of that because they get when you have when you cut back to Bonko tinkering with stuff to send out all of the drones. <laughs> you see that he is hung. He is hanged. The two security guards in charge of him, and it's just like their feet. In the background, yeah, and that's something similar to the Nick Fury bazooka thing, No, an that's aircraft, true. and that it's like there's this very explicit death that you do not see, but just, no. <laughs> you see either before or after, and you know what it is. You know exactly what happened, pretty much. Yeah, I think that's a good ring for his one. I guess one thing we'll say is that I think, well, for me, is like Phase One does have this cool element of like. Avengers, well, what Avengers does that's really cool is it's like, you really don't know that the format is going to work. Yeah. And they kind of play with that. Like, you do kind of get, maybe it's just because I did see it in 2012, but it's like, it is this feeling of like, oh my God, like they're bringing all these characters together. I think it's because we did the full rewatch. No, we did the full rewatch. And so, yeah. put the solo films before the ensemble, the ensemble as, you, as was the theatrical release order. And so when Avengers happens, it's like way more exciting than 
Like, really, God I cool even trying. expected myself yeah. to feel. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be that excited by this movie. But seeing Tony, Cap, and Thor, and Natasha and Hawkeye, um, and Loki all interact, like, was really, really fun. No, it was exciting. Well, to see Thor and Steve and Tony just interacting, it's like, oh my god. They're all in the same place at the same time. I know, because, like, you kind of, like, Clint and Natasha both, like, are kind of movie-less, and so they bounce between other properties, and you kind of expect that of them. So, like, Natasha meeting both Steve and Thor and Iron Man would not, it's not as interesting as what they do in Avengers, which is just have them all hang out. Because it's, it's a lot harder to get, like, Thor, Captain America, and Iron Man together. Just in terms of, like, writing that story and, like, financing that because of the actors that you get for that. It's, like, it was this, like, really, like, big gamble. And it, like, it really paid off. No, it I totally mean, paid off. Were, like, I mean, people that's why it. we have Endgame. That's why we have, yeah, that's why we have everything I, we have. And Endgame spends a significant amount of its runtime just, just being, like, Avengers, Avengers was great. Yeah, I know, the it's set, true. Not even really Avengers, but the set of Avengers, so. but, like... It's key moments as well. Well, just like remember this movie and how much you loved it. That's what that's what Endgame does. <laughs> oh my god! And it does that with Avengers, Thor: The Dark World. Yeah. And then what other? Well, they go to the Purple Planet in Guardians of the Galaxy for like whatever reason. Xandar. No, no, no! They go to the first planet, the planet where he gets the stone. Oh my god! Really? Yeah. That planet is so forgettable. I know. Wow. It's meant to be like grim and like bad and ugly and harsh. Well, it is really a lot of those things. Yeah, it is. Mainly ugly and bad. Yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> I don't, yeah, well, like, part of it, I don't even know. Well, that's where all, like, the dark shit happens, where it's like Nebula gets, like, transmogrified into, like, oh, other Nebula. Yeah. And, like, Thanos goes there or, like, is thinking about being around there and, like, something happens where the nebula and then he f- finds out he watches infinity war <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> through, nebula's, like, through nebula's mind, mind. Hole and like all this bullshit that i didn't like and sh- no one should have cared about <laughs> I, yeah i can't, i'm now understand why i if it was at all connected to the nebula gamora stuff i definitely request it no, I just think openly so. was like, this does not need to be remembered. In fact, we should actively try not to remember. We should this. forget about, forget, forget, <laughs> forget it, about forget it. about it, forget about it. <laughs> One thing that I really like that this movie does too, in the context of Steve's like arc in the MCU and his relationship with like Shield and military authority and like the government. I really like that he and Tony both like solidly bond over. We are. S.H.I.E.L.D. is not allowed to use the Tesseract for weapons. Like, the instant Steve finds out that they've, like, had like, these Hydra weapons, um, he's, like, he becomes, like, incredibly upset. No, he's, like, really um, And pissed. unwilling to work in the project, really. And Tony yeah. goes through, like, the exact same thing. And what I like about that moment that really unites the two as well is it's really, like, it's something that pays attention to the fact that Tony's original like call to be iron man was also like a call for him to like completely disengage with weapons manufacturing 
Uh, no, that's except true. for <laughs> the suit, which he the then suits. creates like hundreds of. A lot of he um, makes Ultron and Gabagultron. Makes <laughs> he, makes, he makes the titular Gabagultron. <laughs> but that, that's kind of what I mean in that, like, I think the some of the early, the later movies, they either like forget that or they're just like not interested or they're like, this is a workaround yeah. for like X, Y, or Z reason. But yeah, Avengers is a lot of cool stuff. I like Mark Ruffalo Hulk. He's good in that movie, too. He's good. It's no, and movie. like like we talked about in our Incredible Hulk um, secret episode, there, we, uh, this Mark is a Ruffalo movie Hulk that really successfully introduces Mark Ruffalo as the Hulk and introduces the character as the Hulk pretty, pretty successfully. No, it does. Very quick. And it works well, yeah. a lot. And there's this tension surrounding him that's like yeah. built very well. What is the way? It's the right beats. It's like Hulk shows up, he's chill. Then he goes nuts and <laughs> fucks shit up. Then he's depressed. Then he shows up again, but this time he turns into the Hulk on purpose and does good shit. And then he's stopped. And then he stops being the Hulk on purpose. And then he's happy. And everyone's like, "Good job, dude. You're sick as fuck." Yeah, you, you rock. You rock, dude. <laughs> Welcome then, to the Avengers. And then he's like, I'm still neurotic, but I'm doing better. And that's like every Hulk story. <laughs> that's really true. And something that I really... I didn't necessarily pay attention to it more, but it like jumped out at me more when I was rewatching Avengers mm. was the like Bruce and Natasha stuff. Yeah. That they, it's like present in that film. No, in it terms is. Of they, they get scenes together. No, they do. Like, they have this relationship where, like, they're friends and, like, colleagues in that movie. Yeah. But, like, what's more important is the fact to me that Natasha's relationship with Steve is, like, pr- very explicit. Or, like, it becomes in the Winter Soldier, like, pretty explicitly, like, friendship. Yeah. But her relationship with Clinton, that first Avengers movie, is all, it's very explicitly, I owe him a life debt. Yeah. He's, like, my best friend. No, it's true. Um, we're, like, pals, basically. And... She's That's old. not really done to her relationship with Hulky. And so it makes the stuff in Ultron, like, the stuff in Ultron is disgusting. Yeah. It's horrendous. No, it's but it, awful. to say it comes completely out of nowhere is not no, it doesn't, accurate. No, it doesn't come out of nowhere. It doesn't come it out of was, Is it a, an inevitable decision? No. no. Must it be carried out in, like, the most horrendous manner? No. But it is. But it's there. It's and there. it unfortunately evolves into what we see on screen. Gabagultron. Gabagultron. No, it's, it's unfortunate. I like to Avengers. Okay, I feel like that's a good... Did it. Mission accomplished. <laughs> a review where you just said, I like Avengers every five minutes. I said it at least every two and a half minutes. Okay, we do still have to cover, though. What does this teach me to you? Um... It teaches the MCU a lot about... Well, it's the first... It's the first kind of MCU movie. It's like... It's a movie that exists... Could only exist in the MCU. And so it's it feels like more like a product of the MCU than mm-hmm. anything else before it. Where it just feels like it's, it's creating this thing that has never existed before. That is like its own new thing. That's what Avengers is. It also just raised the stakes of the MCU because it proved that like everything was building every the whole, all the whole building tension thing actually delivered on something. Yeah, that was the big question: is all is all these mid is end credit scenes teasers are they actually worth anything? Or are they just a dumb gimmick? 
No, they were like true. actually worth something with Avengers. So that was cool. So that's what it teaches. It teaches them that like taking the ensemble films like seriously and like treating them like the biggest block. Like they should be bigger blockbusters than the individual films. Mm-hmm. Is like a that was like a successful strategy to make them like mega movies. Yeah. Basically. No, this this movie teaches the MCU that what the MCU had set out to do was was not only achievable, not only possible, but like profitable. Yeah. And that the MCU's foundations, I think, if Phase One has taught us anything, are very very firm. They're very very they're very solid. Even though Thor and the First Avenger are not like the best movies, they're fine. They're fine. They accomplish what they need to. They do what they have to do. Iron Man One and Two are pretty good. Are pretty good. They do what they need to. They establish those characters, and they really just got it to work in Avengers. No, they did. They invested, but they invested like a lot of time into it. Um, no, they did. Which they set it up. people who would attempt to re- later replicate the process would try to fast track. No, it's true. <laughs> true later on yes yes it's true it's true okay i think that's it's mission accomplished you have just listened to the goblins creek the one-stop shop for all of your genre media streaming on streaming review needs on streaming review needs unless it's not on streaming yet which Hopefully sometimes it will happens. be. Sometimes we review stuff that sometimes we review stuff that we just have on DVD. Yeah. This is the Goblin's Creek once again. Tell all your friends about it because it's your one-stop shop for <laughs> genre media on, genre streaming, media on streaming being reviewed by two goblins. Two goblins. We're actual goblins. <laughs>